choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiPasquale. I played linebacker. I won a state championship. I played division one ball. I know a thing or two about winning. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident in what we do that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. So if you've been hurt, call me. My team wants to win for you. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Well, as we continue here in the Preps KC studio powered by Xfinity Internet, now with up to five to ten times faster upload speeds, we are joined by GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace, and we're going to be quick and fast here because you're getting ready to go on <laughs> GoPowerCat.com. And uh, Ryan, last week on Saturday, you went and watched uh, you know a, a game outside of the Metro, Mays and uh, Topeka, and I think Mays would, should interest a lot of people because that's probably who is going to be on the other side of the bracket of 5A. We don't know who's going to be uh, on the on the other side, this side of the bracket of 5A, but Mays looks like a team that uh, if anybody's going to end the Mill Valley streak, maybe that's the team that could do it. Yeah, I mean, I think with Wichita Northwest moving up to 6A, that was always kind of the perceived hurdle that Mays would have to clear in 5A. And again, now that the Grizzlies have moved up, I think it just clears the path for Mays to get back and kind of try and get their revenge on Mill Valley. Obviously, that was uh, you know a heck of a state finals last year. And I think if that is the part two scenario that I think most of us believe could and should happen, um, <laughs> I, I think it might even be better than the first because that is probably the, the deepest, most star-studded athletic team that Mill Valley could potentially face, and it would be in the finals. And again, both those teams just returned so much from last year. I see where Mays South is ranked number five. Is that, are they a good football team also? Yeah, you know, I think they've got some pieces coming back. Um, They lost uh, their leading rusher a year ago. And so I think that will be um, the thing that people will want to see as the season goes along is who they can really lean on uh, moving forward. But um, I think right now, as it stands this year, and and really after watching Mays um, in the second half against Topeka, seeing some of their twos and threes get in, I would say Mays is going to have the upper hand on Mays South for <laughs> several more years to come. Well, tell me, as you look at over all the games in the Metro in week one, um, I was talking about this with Mick Schaefer, the Aquinas game is the one that jumps out to me a little bit against the Blue Valley West team I think we all think is gonna, is, is pretty good. It's not so much that Aquinas won. It was the manner in which they won it. it. It was pretty easy. They jumped out on them. We all know that you can't get down two, three touchdowns to Aquinas and think you're going to, you know, roll back into that game because that's what they do. Is that the game that kind of jumped off the page, eh? I jotted three games down from Friday night uh, that just surprised me in, in various ways. Aquinas and West was the first one. I mean, 31-7, to seven, time of possession, Dion. I have here 34, 19 to seven forty four. I mean, again, I do want to have a caveat here, though. I, I can remember several years ago, it seemed like Blue Valley High School and St. Thomas Aquinas opened the year almost every year. It seemed that way anyway. And I was on the sidelines with Rick McNerlin, longtime defensive coordinator for the Blue Valley Tigers with Steve Rampey and Eric Driscoll. And I remember kind of telling him, you know, why? what is it about, you know, Blue Valley always seems to struggle with St. Thomas Aquinas. And he just said to have that offense out of the gate is so different (laughs) for a coach. It's something that you never see really the rest of the year. And you have to kind of prepare for it for one week and then quickly transition. And so maybe we'll see what Wes can do as they, you know, move forward. Maybe 
we're, you know, putting too much into this one loss, but that was one. Olathe South and Lawrence was a Thursday night game that caught my attention because I think it showed how competitive Olathe South could potentially be. And I think it also showed um, maybe the uh, difference that Lawrence not having um, Clint Bowen's son as the starting quarterback could do for them. I still think that's a team, though, in Lawrence that you're not going to want to see in October, November. And then the other one for me, let's let's talk about Highland Park, man, yeah. over Wyandotte. 65-game losing streak they hadn't won since 2014. Um, you know, it might be their only win of the year, but, hey, that was a big one for me. Well, and, that, you know, they're, they've got our Metro matchup game this week with Schlegel. Schlegel got a win last week, and they they hadn't won a game last year. And, uh, you know, you talk about the Olathe South game. They're playing Shawnee Mission North in one of our REMAX Big Three games. And Shawnee Mission North, who knows, that might be their only win of the year, but they dominated Shawnee Mission South. I mean, that's a – you know, it wasn't a back-and-forth game. They were up 28 nothing in that game. So uh, you talk about some of those, those 6A schools. One other game that I'm curious because I know who the offensive coordinator is now – Gardner Edgerton and Shawnee Mission East. Gardner Edgerton jumped out. You talk about preparing for an offense. Dustin Delaney is the offensive coordinator at Gardner Edgerton. So there may be another flex bone out there for teams to see down the line. I want to keep an eye on Gardner Edgerton as the season goes on. Yeah, that's a good one to to hype up. And and I would also, I'm with you on Olathe South and Shawnee Mission North. If they're fans that are kind of in that area that are itching maybe to get out and just see, see a game, uh, I really would emphasize the one-on-one matchup that you're likely to see in that one between Jordan Allen, who just committed to Kansas State, freaky athletic defensive end, 6'4", 245-ish, going against Spencer Davis, who will be Shawnee Mission North's offensive tackle. He's already got some FBF offers, and I think there's some Power 5 schools that are flirting with what they want to do with him, and I think that's a that's a great one-on-one matchup, and I'll give some credit to Olathe South quarterback Bryce Normberg too. He really caught my eye in Lawrence. And again, I think there's all this attention on Jordan Allen and that defense. Bryce Normberg's a, a really good high school quarterback that's going to keep the Falcons in a lot of games. Yeah, I think there, there there's some teams that are definitely out there. Of course, the Olathe Wests and the Mill Valleys and the, you know, all those teams, the Olathe North, John Mission North are playing this week. You know, the teams that we expected coming in. That's why this last week was there were a few things that jumped up, but uh definitely a, a a lot of chalk out there last week yeah, in the first week yeah. of the season on the Kansas side. Well, Ryan, it's always great talking to you. Uh, good luck this week, and we'll chat with you again next week. Thank you guys so much.